I'm Jenny Townsend with the Stroke It Podcast. This podcast is for individuals that are kicking off their career, newly married, or experiencing that midlife crisis. Stroking It can enhance every relationship in your life. You're going to learn about love languages and great stroking tactics and tips, and we're going to provide a lot of resources. So let's get to Stroking It. Jenny Townsend here with the Stroke It Podcast. Today, I want to talk about stroking yourself again. I think it's really, really important that you focus on yourself first. Uh, You're not going to be able to stroke anyone unless you are content and happy with yourself. So today, I'm going to break down mental, physical, and emotional uh, topics for you. It's going to be really, really quick. It's going to talk about what you can do for yourself time frame and things like that. We're going to focus on you personally. I am going to talk a little bit about professionally, but there's a whole new episode for that, which we launching the following week. So um, today we're going to talk about personal goals. I do have some notes here. So um, if you are watching this video, you're going to see me looking over here. That is why. So anyways, I'm super excited to talk about basically how to achieve positive mental health. Um, it's really, really important for you and it's a journey. It takes time. I remember when I was going through, um, some personal things a few years ago, it was really, really challenging for me to focus on myself. I was so worried about everything else that was happening in my life. I was making everybody else a priority. Uh, I had my business, I had my marriage, I had friends, I had family members, and it was hard for me to make myself a priority. And I think that's number one. I think a lot of us feel really, really guilty, especially if we do have family to take care of. You need, you always feel like you need to put them first, but you're not going to be able to properly take care of them emotionally, mentally, or physically, if you are not a hundred percent in touch with yourself and happy with yourself. So I just want to go through a couple things today that'll give you some great tools and some great insight of maybe some things that you can try in the future. So first of all, we all know that gratitude, we hear a lot of things about gratitude and giving gratitude makes you feel better and more wholesome and it's better for yourself. So I always start the morning off with giving gratitude. I think about something that I'm really thankful for, or maybe something that's happened recently. And I break that down you know, whether it's, you know, just yesterday morning, I got up early to watch the sunrise. My coffee tasted good. I'm just, the fact that I can sit on my balcony and watch the sun rise in peace and by myself is absolutely amazing. I'm so thankful that I get to do that. I know many people that have children or have, you know, to commute to work, maybe can't do that unless they get up really, really early, which I do have a morning pep talk that I did talk about, about getting up early. So you can enjoy that cup of coffee with yourself so that it can allow time to give gratitude. Uh, I had a client of ours uh, tell me that every single morning she gets up, she has a journal right next to her bed and she writes down five things that she's thankful for every single morning. And she has that as a booklet. So she can always write, you know, like review that, go back and look at it, which I thought was super, super cool. She has her kids do the same thing as well. And, you know, at times, yeah, they're going to think, be thankful that they have Legos or they have, you know, let's just say a cool car that they really, really like or their playground, but then they will break it down and they will decide, you know, oh, I am thankful for my parent. I am thankful for my teacher. I am thankful for my cat that I get to snuggle with. That makes me feel safe and at home, thankful for their bed, thankful for the roof over their head. You know, so they will break it down. It's something that maybe you can do as a family. I know that some families, you know, still have dinner at the table together 
and they go through their entire day. They say what they're thankful for. They still do prayer. So, you know, I know with, you know, the way the world is today, that's not so common with overscheduled Olivia's and things like that. So do it in the morning. It will set your day off really, really great. Another thing I really want to talk about is doing meditation. Um, I'm a high-strung person. Many of you know that, that know me personally. And if you are a high-strung person, you're probably said, there's no way I could do meditation. There is. And I would strongly suggest that you try it. I started doing meditation with YouTube, doing a five-minute YouTube guided meditation. Then I went to 10 minutes, then I went to 15 minutes, then I went to 20 minutes. And there's a variety of different topics that you can Google and research as well, depending on the feeling or the emotions or the struggles that you're having in your life. So when I was going through a lot of heartache and pain, I was doing a lot of meditations guided towards that. When I was, you know, feeling good. I was doing, you know, happiness ones. Now I do meditations that do body scans. I love doing the body scans. It's really, really relaxing where they start with your toes, you wiggle it and you move up that leg. And then you start with the other one. It is so calming. It's so peaceful. My husband and I did a body scan when we were on vacation. Most recently, he actually fell asleep. He's like, Oh, it's over. That felt like 15 minutes. And it was a 60 minute meditation. Uh, now I typically do those meditations on my own where I will just sit there. I'll drop some links with some other great people. Um, I know that my friend Julie loves this one guy that I'm drawing blank on his name right now. And you're probably thinking, Oh, Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza does a lot of meditation and he does a really great job at that. And meditation actually can heal you in so many different variables. And it allows you to have peace and a sense of just safe environment. I can't explain it completely, but it can be life-changing as well. So I'm going to encourage you to do some meditation. Uh, like I said, just start with a five minute short video. And if you get up early, do it or at the end of the night as well. So it could help you sleep. If you do those body scans, we'll do a lot of uh, meditation videos and I'm not watching the videos. I just have them on. I'm listening to them in bed. And then there's some really great peaceful music. So I'm going to encourage you to do meditation. It provides some inner strength and positive healing. Uh, my husband actually is like, do you want to meditate this morning all the time? So uh, he's even found the benefits of meditating. Uh, another thing that I've done that's really been helpful for healing and for providing peace and clarity and just allowing me to relax is breathing. Um, it's, it's amazing how positive breathing can be for you. I know there's a lot of research. I just saw actually someone this morning was posting how they hosted a breathing workshop. And I know that this is really, really common. So once again, it's another thing that you can just YouTube, you can get it completely free, some free coaching on just taking a deep breath. I know that when I'm working with some of my staff members, I used to react and I used to just shut this up certain things down, or I'd be like, that's not ever going to do it. So now I get in the habit of taking a deep breath just to relax Calm my mind, calm my emotions, and all that inner energy that just wants to come out of them. So anyway, so taking a deep breath and doing that throughout the day is really, really helpful and positive. Another thing that I absolutely love that has been really beneficial for my mental health, emotional too, is acupuncture. Acupuncture can heal a variety of different things. I actually have nerve pain, so I'm going to acupuncture for nerve pain. But doing the meditation or the acupuncture actually helped me find forgiveness with everything that was going on in my marriage. It helped me 
um, be a better listener. It helped me just figure out really what I wanted. It provided a lot of clarity because it was able to relax my body, calm me down. And I would just recommend acupuncture to everyone. My um, acupuncture is Dr. Angie Hines with SRQ acupuncture. She has Instagram. She puts great posts out there as far as like things to incorporate into your day, things that you should be eating mindset shifts as well. And she's going to be on a future podcast as well. So make sure you look up, um, stay tuned for Dr. Angie Hines. It's, I would say that self-care and self-love became a priority of mine a few years ago. And I'm so happy that I discovered that when I was growing up, my family loved me. My parents were amazing parents. I always say like, I have the best parents in the world. However, there wasn't a lot of, there was love, but it wasn't a lot of when I was growing up about us taking care of ourselves. It was more about working really hard and our worth was built or based on our work ethic. You know, were we out there on the farm, you know, contributing, bailing hay, you know, doing our chores, doing our things like a lot of that self or that love my parents came from the work aspect of life where it was like, we weren't poor, we weren't starving, but we worked as if we were hungry. So I was just brought up with this whole mindset that you had to be working hard and be busy and you taking care of yourself was just not an option. And, you know, it built a lot of confidence in me and I loved myself um, for the most part. There was times where I thought I was ugly for, for so many years, and my nose, and I had all these things that were just wrong with me. At least I thought they were wrong with me. Um, but anyways, you know, I discovered this whole self-love care after um, my whole marriage debacle. And I genuinely love myself now. You know, I was um, dealing with that pain and questioning all my stuff before, like, was I worthy? Was, you know, was I lovable and all those things as well. So, you know, I think we just question ourselves and we doubt ourselves when we don't actually take care of ourselves and do our self-care and do our self-love because we have to pump ourselves up and stroke ourselves as well. So I do a lot of things in the morning to help with the self-love and for happiness and for my own health. And it's been really, really beneficial. And some of these things can be hard to do if you're not committed to them. So I have put all these items on my calendar. So if you look at my phone in the morning, you're going to see, you know, wake up, meditate within the, the first like 15 minutes of waking up. I have snuggle time with my husband as well. And then I have my workout plan and then I go and play tennis. Then I carve out this type of activities for myself. And then there's work and then there's some play at the end of the day as well. So I think it's important that you make time for yourself and you do things that are going to serve you. So you can be a better person for yourself and for others. And you have to commit to that. You have to put those things on the calendar. If you don't put those things on the calendar, you're never going to do them. It's a putting it on the calendar is a reminder. I matter. I need to do this for myself. And I will tell you that a lot of people that are doing those things, they come back to me like, oh my God, you were so right. Or I am a better leader or I am a better parent. And I've referenced that before and it's the truth, you know? So for all those that think that you don't have time to meditate, find time. If you don't have time to go to the gym, find time. You're super, super important. And it's really important to not only have it on the counter for self-help, but it's also a form of play. Think about going to the gym yeah, it can be a pain in the ass at times. Maybe you don't want to go, but that's allowing you to play. And there's something on your schedule other than work. 
So I want to talk about that for just a moment. Um, I think it's really important when we look at our schedules that there is ample time for play and for work. Um, yeah, work hard, play hard. That really is legit. I have incorporated that into my life. And I will say that it has made me a better leader, a better person, happier. I have more work-life balance, which is a thing. A lot of people think it's not, but it definitely is a thing. And I feel like I'm more productive. My company's making more money. I'm a better leader. I'm just all around a better person because of the fact that I incorporate work and play into my daily routine, which is super, super important. Adult play. That sounds like nonsense probably to some of you, but it isn't. Adult play is in this, and I think it's necessary, really. Um, there's a lot of benefits to having work um, life balance and having time to play on your schedule. Um, you know, when I play tennis, you know, it's an hour and a half. I'm running around, I'm active, I'm losing weight, I'm hitting that ball. It's a great stress reliever, socializing, I'm making new friends, I'm having fun. And I'm part of a community in a community that is uplifting, where I feel like I'm valued and I'm someone special when I go there. There's a lot of times prior to that, that, yeah, I went to work, I had my husband, I had my stuff, but, you know, I wasn't being challenged. I wasn't seeing growth. I wasn't being valued in a certain way. And I didn't really have some cheerleaders. So creating that play is going to create some really great sense of community, depending on where you go to get that play. That play could be playing tennis, it could be running, it could be hiking, it could be painting, it could be photography, it could be meditation, it could be yoga, it could be working out, it could be taking a walk, it could be going for a swim, that could be laying out by your pool, going to the beach. I mean, there's a lot of things. If you think about children that go outside and play, they're probably happier than the kids that don't. Same thing for adults. So take that into consideration when you're thinking about play, and work and developing a schedule that allows you to have play and work, maybe the same amount of hours on your schedule. I know that may be challenging and hard for parents out there uh, because a lot of your playtime is taken up by shopping kids from one place to another. However, if your kids are doing some activities during that time frame, instead of sitting in your car, be active. Maybe take a walk around that park that they're playing soccer or basketball out. If they're taking music lessons, sign up for music lessons. If they're doing any activity outdoor, don't sit in your car, get outside and do something or schedule an activity at the same exact time where you can drop them off, go have your fun, come back and pick them up. And then the two of you can talk about it, which will bridge your relationship. It'll make it even stronger because you're both coming from a place of happiness and excitement. Yeah. Sometimes when things get a little competitive, it can be frustrating. So Anyway, so make that time for yourself to play. And I think that will really, really help you um, with having, you know, a sense of happiness and being challenged, I think is really, really important. Um, some other great tips that I would rec recommend for helping with your mental and emotional health would be to go to lunch. You know, many of you uh, have lunch breaks that you don't take advantage of. Many of you run a corporate gig, maybe. Uh, if you're on a salary, you're being paid to take a lunch break. Take it. You're not going to get fired. And if you feel like you're going to get fired, have that conversation with your boss. Talk to them and say, I don't feel like I can go to lunch and get out of here, but I feel like if I did, I'd be more productive. Yes, you will be more productive. So get out of the office, take a 20-minute, 30-minute, or 60-minute break, refresh, get pumped up, 
and allow yourself to not think very much. Or if you are, you're going to come back with a lot of energy. You can allow yourself to get creative during that time frame. You can go and take a walk, maybe go and take a class during that time frame, but you're being paid to take a lunch break. So why not go and take the lunch break? I for years never took one. I ate at my desk. I highly recommend that you go and get a lunch break. Another thing I recommend is maybe even scheduling a coffee break during the day. So if you opt not to do lunch every single day because you don't want to spend money or you don't want to leave or for maybe you want to leave work early because you need to go pick up your kids, so you need to leave work 30 minutes early, schedule a coffee break with someone. It's great to just connect with your friends. Maybe you don't have time to connect after hours because you're too busy going to networking events or you've got kid activities. So I would highly recommend schedule a coffee date with some individuals. Another thing is we don't have to say yes all the time. A lot of times we overcommit ourselves, stresses us out, we're very unhappy, and we end up complaining about it to our spouse or our partner, to friends or family. Just say no. I know it's really, really hard, but your time is really, really valuable. And your friends aren't going to hate you or they're not going to not invite you next time if you say no. Your company is going to be understanding that you're trying to maintain some boundaries as well. You're not going to get fired for saying no. It's okay. Yes, it's okay to say no. Now, there are times I'm going to tell you to say yes. Um, I have some individuals that I am working with that say no to everything. They say no to be invited to going to a sound bath class. They say no to going to an event that's completely free. That would be really great for them. They say no for trying a yoga class. They say no to hanging out with people because the fact that they have this instinct to always say no, and they're not willing to change their lives. So there are some times you need to say yes. And there are some times to say no, but in the day, the answer should be to serve you. So if it serves you, say yes or no, and then move forward. You will find out that you're going to be happier, 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 happier. I'm telling you. Some other great things that I wanted to share with you too was uh, some books that I have read in the future that have really, really helped me as well. And so those books that I'm going to suggest to you for this episode are going to be The Power of Yes, because there are times to say yes. Unfuck Yourself. Yes, that is a book. It is very, very good. Once again, that's Unfuck Yourself and Many Habits. Those three books I would recommend for those that are interested in stroking themselves, being happier and committing to themselves and making themselves a priority. I think that it's really, really important. Another thing I would like to say is book the trip. Many times it's like, oh, I can't, I can't afford it. I don't have time. I don't know when I'm going to do it. Book the trip, stop talking about it and make it happen. There's so many times that I think back when my husband and I were going through some challenges, we never traveled for like two or three years, even like, and we were newly married. I mean, we were married, I think four years before shit hit the fan. And I keep thinking back and I'm like, God, if we would have just done a weekend trip every now and then, we would have been able to connect in an emotional level, spiritually, you know, physically as well. We would have came back recharged and we would have became back happier and more loving. However, that wasn't our mindset. It was like, oh, we need to save our money and we need to book a seven day trip and we have to do something cool. There was all these really high expectations that we just never did anything at all. 
And I really think that it's really, really important, even if it's a weekend away and budget it or just put it on the credit card and figure out how you're going to pay it later. I know that's not very good financial um, advice. However, it is going to be better for your relationship and for you and for your overall just mentality. I think is really, really important. And life is short. You just never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. And it's really unfortunate if you just don't live life. And if you're working hard and you're making money, yes, there's bills. Yes, there's all these other things. But if you're not going to enjoy life with the money that you're making, why are you working so hard? So those are just a few things that I would recommend as far as, you know, focusing on you and doing the self-love. And once again, I think, you know, mental health is a serious issue. And I think that if you are dealing with some mental health issues, talk to your family, talk to your friends, talk to your doctor, talk to somebody about that. Uh, Depression, anxiety are a real thing. We all struggle with it. We all go through ups and downs and we can treat that. We can change our mindset. We can work through that. Uh, Once again, I think acupuncture would be a great, um, outlet for those that are dealing with that. I know that when I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression, it really, really, really helped me. So I would definitely talk to your family and explain it to them in a way where they understand and they can support you. And on the flip side, if you notice that one of your family members are dealing with anxiety or depression, reach out. How can you serve them? How can you help them? A lot of the friends and family show get podcasts are going to be coming later uh, down the line, or they've already been published depending on when you're listening to this, uh, but reach out and see how you can help. It is a serious, serious issue. And a lot of people through COVID have now developed more depression. I had COVID a few weeks ago. I was stuck home for eight days. I thought I was going to go insane. I literally was questioning everything about my life. I'm failing at this. Do I have this? Do I need this? I should be further in my career. I should be further as far as my financials. And then I became really, really depressed. And I started talking to my husband. He's like, where's all this coming from? And a lot of it came from just sitting at home thinking because I had nothing else to do. And I was, was becoming depressed. So anyways, it is a real option, a real issue. And I suggest that you get help. And a lot of times we can help ourselves and not go on medicine. Sometimes we do need to go on medicine, but there are a lot of natural things that you can do. And I hope that you consider those options and you seek meditation, yoga, walking, getting out of the house, doing words of affirmation. There are a lot of different things that you can do that can help your mindset, which will help you with your depression, your anxiety, and your mental health overall. So anyways, these are my quickies on Tuesdays. So I want to keep it short. I want to keep everyone engaged. And once again, just wanted to just give some great little tips out there for you guys to try. Once again, create time for yourself, put yourself on your calendar, create work life balance by putting play on your calendar, find free events, find painting classes, find a friend that wants to go walking. You can do it. You can do anything that you set your mind to, but you have to commit to yourself. You have to make yourself a priority. Thanks for stroking it with me this morning. Make sure to check out my Tuesdays, which are the quickies. They're less than 20 minutes and offer great, valuable information. For additional tips and tools and great resources, make sure to follow the Stroke It Guide on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day stroking it.